0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friend Jake gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates, information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. And you can follow my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. This college basketball episode covers select games scheduled to be played on Monday, November 14th, 2022. Two. i guess you're new here check out the web page of the banner it's www.pickswithprofessor.com slash new for a primer and explanation pause if need be otherwise the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games give you a few things to think on, and explain what certain plays are being made we never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with the circumstances before investing hard on money remember that sideline has graded plays on every single game but as always take what you like leave the rest and if you have questions about these games or others the best place to get those answers is on our discord chat you can access that through patreon the link is in the show description as always remember that there are no locks and gambling so what sideline provides are loves likes and leans it is a b and c grades it indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers however please understand that good and bad variants will occur so as much as we'd like to say will be profitable each and every day that is an impossible reality for any gambler, uh, Jake, since the last time we talked, I don't think I realized it when we recorded Friday night how good of a night the model had a Friday. Yeah, yeah uh, really, really good, really good. And then Saturday, A plays did pretty well. Yeah, to get on Sunday, those are just rolling. Uh, it won't always be that good, but it's always fun when they are, and yeah. just ride the wave when it happens. Exactly. Um, I think we're seeing, especially with those A-grade picks, and the B-grade picks I think are trending in the right direction too, what I've always said about, especially college basketball, the first month the model tends to do pretty well. Hopefully that hangs on. Usually it just rides high for like three to four weeks. So we've got at least another couple more weeks where we could really trust the model, and then it becomes, I've built some things in the code to hopefully allow it to do better later on in the season, but it always gets a little trickier later on. But early on, it does really well so far. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. Jake, you finished out the last week strong, three and one. Yeah. Last, time we, yeah. last time we talked, yeah, get, get a uh, little,
1: getting some games under my belt, getting to see what these teams are actually about instead of just reading about them.
0: Yeah, and there's so much that we've seen that we saw coming with the transfers yeah. and so much that we didn't. That we, you know, we kind of knew like this team would look a little different or whatever, but like, yeah, you see it, you're like, whoa, like I didn't quite realize. Good or bad. (laughs) That would be, you know, for, for some teams that changed the whole team, that was great. Other teams, not so much. Really. It's, it's wild, especially in basketball where one guy can make such a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a different sport than football and baseball with regards to that. And, And hockey too. Uh though at least you can kind of make the goalie comparison That me it's like yeah. everybody's the goalie right where it's like a, a good goalie hockey can make a difference but basketball's one good player uh, coming or going can really change the whole complexion of a team yeah. and then now with the transfer portal uh, guys moving around uh you know it, it, it's it's good for the players to get yeah. some playing time but it's a little harder <laughs> to kind of figure that out because there's just so much shuffling you know yeah. it makes it a little tougher that's the benefit of the model the model knows who's moving around it can see that and for like for us it's a little slower for us to sometimes soak all that in, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, there's what 360 plus teams. Yeah,
0: you're able to keep track of all the players and where they went and where they left. Props to you. It's, it's, it's your full time job if you're able to keep up with it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, before we get to Monday's slights and reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any of the college basketball MLB or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned that Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found there. Above and beyond what we do here, membership starts just $3 per month. That's www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor. I've had six days now focusing on college basketball picks and through one in Saturday, I think the college basketball plays the day on those six days, I think are 13 and six. Yeah. Killing it. I mean- yeah, it's uh, again. It probably won't always be quite that good, but like, if we could do most of the way there, right? That's and I say that because I, I I don't want people to think like this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is a you know slow and steady, make a little bit of profit every week type realistic thing. You know, so um, you know, if we can keep going to thirteen and six type I think that's good. Even if it's like eleven and seven, that's also really good too, right? That's kind of what we're aiming for there. So again, three bucks a month, I think it's worth your investment. But even if you don't, again, we are still thrilled to have you here. Let's get to the games. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description. And current as at the time of this recording on late Sunday night, A plays have been killing it, but they don't all win. And so, if we're eyeing through which ones we like more or less, the A plus play of the day. You got some options for here on Monday. NC Central at Liberty, six p.m. You're going a little off radar here into a smaller game. When you you picked this, I was like, I I couldn't name a single player on either one of these teams, Uh. but. Liberty is a is a 12 point favorite sideline says it should be Liberty minus nine so the model loves NC Central plus 12 gives that an a grade Jake why is this your a plus play of the day
1: well I think Liberty is getting a little too much respect they're coming off what a nearly 40 point loss to Alabama where they shot just terribly uh, it was it was really really bad um, their one wins gets a D2 school. And I know if you look at the records, North Carolina Central's o 0 and two, but they lost to oh, they lost by five in overtime to Appalachian
0: State, and by twelve against Virginia. And the fact I, practice- I saw I saw most of that Virginia game, and they yeah. they played pretty well. Um, yeah. They hung in there. Yeah, they're not scared.
1: Good. They were able to score on that Virginia defense, which is impressive, especially for a yeah. small time school. Um, their offenses are like their offense, is kind of based around at least scoring Justin Wright, but Eric Boone is by far the most important player to this North Carolina Central team. He leads the team in rebounds, points, or not points, uh, rebounds, assists, and steals. Um, he's the primary guard. Once it gets the offense going, um, it's it's just wild. Like that, a little. Uh, he's not little, but shorter for basketball. It's leading the team in those categories.
0: Yeah,
1: he's putting up points too. Um, Liberty is really struggling to re- rebound the ball. Um, you can't really look at that going against a D two school. That's not fair. Yeah. Uh, but like Alabama, they were they were just out rebounding like crazy. Um, they've got Darius McGee, who's one of one of the my favorite players to watch because he's he's very good. He's very entertaining. But I I just don't know where the second score is going to come from. I mean, Pebbles seems to be maybe that guy, but most of his points came from the. Uh, against the d2 school so I'm, I'm not we're not quite sure yet on on that uh just, and they're very they're and he hasn't even really broken to the starting lineup yet it's really hard to tell much about liberty i just don't think they've got the firepower or the defense to really overtake north carolina by more than 12 that'll it take i think they can win this by 10 and be very happy because i think the north carolina central team is very good
0: yeah absolutely just kind of one of those up by five or six slate You know, casual wins, you know, they're happy. NC Central hangs in there, maybe not be able to get the W. But again, a lot of ways that we can win, even if they don't, given that we're getting 12 points in that one. Onto the best B side, a lot of good B plays there in the sheet. But the one that you think is the best is Houston against Oral Roberts. This Houston team, really impressive. Amazing defense and amazing offense. Pretty good team. Yeah. definitely title contender uh if they stay healthy that's of course yeah. been some of their issues that they just have had the worst injury luck so far so good for them they are 19 point favorites at home against oral roberts the model says 19.7 but it is enough just to eke into b grade territory jake why is this your best b-side like, I think this might be danger
1: territory for Oral Roberts. Um, this Houston team is like, I don't know if that the model is caught up yet, or, yeah. or the sideline or anybody's model really is caught up yet with Houston. Houston is yeah. so, so good. Um, I mean, this team was an Elite Eight team last year, and they had absolutely terrible, terrible injuries yeah. everywhere. I mean, their best player, Sasser, went down. They were, I think, at one point playing with like eight guys total. I would say, I
0: think there was one stretch, I think, where they had like their top three guys all out or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, how are they still winning? Yeah, I, I don't know. And they, they
1: kept figuring it out. And they're, I mean, they're not a very big team by any stretch, but they rebound great. They play amazing defense. They score. They run. It is, they're fantastic to watch because it's just a great team. Um, and <laughs> kind of an amazing coach and Samson. Like, it's, yeah. this is just a very, very, very good team. Um, or Roberts is good for a mid-major. They've got a really good player to um, bomb us, but. He's going to be schemed out very easily. This uh, Houston team will be able to take him out of the game. Um, then When I was looking through the stats, they did. <laughs> they have this guy, although his stats say he's a great rim protector. He's averaging seven blocks a game, but and he had wow. six of those. He had six of those against St. Mary's. So it's in the two games he's blocking everybody's shot. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be. I'm going to be interested to see what he does against <laughs> like an actual. I, I mean, not the right. same bad, but a top tier team. See That's if top tier team. Played. Yeah. See if he's really a really good rim protector, or St. Mary's was just shooting lobs up at him. Uh, But I just I don't think they've got enough firepower. They're thin. They're dependent on the starting five. In Houston, it's deep and will run bodies and run fast and just break you down. I think they could really run away with this, especially if they start forcing a lot of turnovers. This could get ugly quick.
0: There's an element to Houston you never know how they will play, but has the ability to get up and down the court and play at a little bit of a faster pace. And that allows you to cover a number like this a little bit easier because there's, the, there's more possessions. And then on top of that, it becomes like an avalanche, like a, a real momentum type effect in that it wears the other team down and it kind of creates easier scores later on and easier stops later on, because you're just kind of wearing them down with how much you just get yeah. up and down the court. Houston just got so much talent. They could just go up and down like a pickup game, have a lot of fun and just, make it look easy it seems like at times yeah yeah there's tons of excitement around this pro- uh this
1: program right now yeah uh, so I, I i really think the home court advantage will go up because i think especially and when you're playing against a pressure defense like this when you that one turnover turns into two it turns into five real quick because the crowd jumps on you and then they're just in your face and you can't breathe and i think yeah. that's something that very well could happen in this game.
0: Run out of timeouts like early in the second half cuz you just can't you don't know, have enough. Uh, this is also an interesting uh, a good, or a good place to point out. You're going to at times see the model give grades to two different plays that you might think why why are they getting different grades? But as we move forward in the season the model is going to start giving some grades um, a little bit based off of more than just the differential between what the model says and what the actual number is and so this is kind of one of those cases where there's some math involved i don't want to get too deep into it but the idea is that you might see a situation where a team is a differential of two and a half points and only gets a c grade in a situation like this where it's a little bit less than a point and it still gets a b grade so you're going to see some things like that that it's not quite as straightforward with regarding the grades as is with baseball baseball is very straightforward on the grades it's just all about straightforward probabilities there's a little bit more that goes into the college basketball we have a ton of data over the last few years and so i've used that data to kind of figure out the best way to grade the plays and so uh you might see things that look at it look a little bit weird to you just understand there is a little bit of a there's a mathematical process behind that and so small edge like this but the model still thinks houston is a worthwhile investment as a b grade. jake you think that is the best b side of the night to the jake on a limb segment this is where we highlight a c grade play where the model says i don't really know jake you say i think i do 6 p.m. Central Florida Atlantic at Florida. The model says that this should be Florida minus 12.35. It's actually, kind of I was just mentioning, making a play on Florida minus 13, even though uh, it, it's a little bit the wrong direction. The model's seeing a, something else going on and says that it would rather be on the side of Florida, but it's not really comfortable laying this many points in this situation. So it only gives Florida a C-grade play at minus 13. Uh Jake, what is your angle? So are you laying the thirteen with Florida, or are you taking the thirteen with Florida Atlantic? Like I'm, I'm laying the
1: thirteen. Uh, I think this Florida team is flying under the radar for some reason. Uh, but this Florida Atlantic team just got beat by Ole Miss, who is um, much less talented and probably very much worse off than this Florida team. Uh, like this Florida team, I, I don't. I don't understand why they're not being a little more hyped up. Um, they grabbed two really good transfers and Alex Fudge and Kyle Lofton uh, brought in brought in a great coach and Todd Golden, a very young great coach from uh, uh was the San Francisco, I think so. Yeah, 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 San Francisco because uh, but very very good defensive coach brings a really different uh, look at it look at the game than uh, White did. It's going to be a little not slower pace but willing to work to find the right shot instead of get a shot up early. Um, having a player like Colin Castleton come back is just outstanding. Uh, he's, I mean, he put up 33 and nine in their last game, and the offense has kind of run through him, which it should be. Would you have a top-tier talent like this guy? And he's seven foot and can move. It has a little bit of a jump shot to him. It's Florida Atlantic's got no answer for him, but, uh, Lofton is an incredible knockdown shooter, very good point guard. Uh, Fudge is just a very good player from LSU. He's our, he's averaging double digits now. Uh, I mean, they've got a deep team, returned a lot from last year. So this is a very – Florida, I can't say this enough, Florida is a team to kind of look out for like a dark horse in the SEC. You know, you've got uh, Kentucky up there with all that talent. But I'd watch out for Florida. I mean, Tennessee just showed they have major flaws in today. <laughs> losing to Colorado. Uh but this Florida team just could be very, very dangerous.
0: When uh when the model had the A grade pick on Colorado here on Sunday, about like plus fifteen or something. Oh, I'm taking it. Yeah. I was sitting there, I was like, if we did a Sunday show, I was really curious if you were gonna be like, yes, that's the play, fade, Tennessee or not. And then I just I didn't expect them to lose, but yeah. I, I thought it was way too many points, you know. But uh, yeah, that was that was kind of wild. So it sounds like uh, the, the model is seeing a little bit of something and saying, I know we only say twelve point three, but you should be laying the thirteen with Florida and you agree with that uh, sentiment as well. To the shake and bake with Jake, uh, swung and missed last week, but again, like I mentioned with these things, this is this is gonna happen. We're gonna have you're gonna have a stretch of these where you just can't hit all, my, and then you have a stretch where you just hit three in a row, and three in a row's profits are gonna m- make up for an entire pad week. So, uh, we're gonna highlight here a parlay in the Louisiana Tech Texas Tech game, 7 p.m. Central. Tech is a thirteen and a half point favorite. The model says it should be sixteen point seven, though. So the model likes laying it with Tech, and the total is a hundred and thirty five. Uh, Jake, what is your shake and bake play on this one? All
1: right, the play is to lay the points of Tech and play the under. Uh, Louisiana Tech struggled to put away a Division two or three school in Mississippi College. Um, they won by seventeen, but they. Couldn't really put them away, and they only scored seventy eight. It's division. Um, it's division three, by the way. Uh, division three. Sorry, yeah, but it, that's even worse. Uh, yeah. they, they only ran an eight man rotation and needed all twenty two turnovers to get to there. uh Texas Tech will not turn the ball over twenty two times. So I'll guarantee that. um yeah. and They've won both games by twenty four each time. uh They are very good. Mark Adams is a great coach. He's got that defense sh- coming in the. Uh, form here, they've returned to the lot, they're deep, but they run. They've like, they've got multiple scores on this team. Nobody is going to just absolutely wow you in scoring, but they've got just guys that can really put up points. And it's a different guy every night. Um, This is just a very, <laughs> a very rough go for Louisiana Tech here. I, I think this is gonna be a bad. um, Also from like a, the total standpoint, Texas Tech has not gone over this number yet this year. The highest they got was 132. They're scoring in the 70s and keeping teams very low. I don't. I really don't think Louisiana Tech's got anywhere near the offense to score to put this
0: over because Texas Tech's going to jump way out and take the air out of the ball. Yeah, and apologies, Mississippi College is actually up to D two. Uh, they were in my, my conference when I played uh college baseball oh, wow. we were we were division three uh but they actually moved up to division two so uh they're, they're D two now so uh, apologies <laughs> if, if anyone was offended that i, I said they're d3 the school used to be 3d3 now they're d2 but like you said either way it doesn't bode well because there's usually a pretty good talent gap between the division one and division two outside of maybe uh chicago state and iupui which by the way should have been your must-see tv segment because that's going to be some basketball right there that that's, I, I feel like if i can find that on my tv i won't be able to take my eyes away from, from that contest it'd be like a train wreck exactly exactly you can't take your eyes away from it you're yeah. like you're like i i should but I, I can't you know i have to watch this <laughs> yeah yeah this is going to be bad i mean
1: it's just oh, oh, but We'll see if we'll see what happens.
0: Speaking of must-see TV, the game you actually do want to watch here, Butler at Penn State, 7.30 Central Time. Uh, the model has this as Penn State minus 6.5. It's got Butler plus seven, a slight edge there as a B-grade pick. Uh, this number was higher. I believe it was actually about eight and a half. So again, shameless pitch, 15 bucks a month give you the early sideline projections every single day I get these projections out before the lines come out and you can jump on some really bad openers this would have been one of them you could have seen the model said six and a half you could have said I'm going to take Butler eight and a half and you got some value there there's a chance of scheme lane seven or eight so that's some really good value if you got Butler plus eight and a half but I think we still kind of think Butler plus seven is the right side here makes a lot of sense to grab those points uh with the road dog here uh Jake do they have a chance to pull out the outright upset is it would you recommend maybe a couple dollars on that money line maybe they got a shot yeah i think i think it's
1: worth a shot i think this other team is good they match up well here uh thad mona took them took over this year and just got them going in the right direction they've been bit a little bit by the injury bug we've got three guys that are probably for sure being out this game and fourth one that's questionable uh, the biggest one is ali ali who transferred in from uh akron and where he was averaging fourteen and put and hitting forty of his threes, so losing that shooter kinda hurts. But like in their one game so far, Butler absolutely worked uh New Orleans one by one by thirty-six. Um they're thin a little bit right now because like the injuries, but their starting five absolutely killed it. Uh Manny Bates is the key. He's who's where the offense is gonna go. He's a big guy. Um they put the four guards around him. They shoot the lights out while they work through him. He just absolutely killed New Orleans. Uh, Penn State is a rather small team uh, overall, and I think Bates is going to be able to take advantage of that. Uh, Thadmon has always coached great defense. Penn State w- won their won their game, but uh, like they just didn't impress. I mean, they've put up ninety both times, but I just I think that was more or less who they're playing and not uh, not them doing it. And I mean. Butler put up eighty nine against New Orleans and only hit sixteen percent of their threes. You think that oh. goes up that goes up to thirty percent maybe, or even in the, the mid twenties, that, that point total is gonna skyrocket. If they do that with Penn State, they'll easily cover this. There's a decent chance they can pull this one outright, but uh getting the seven points here is big.
0: Kind of like we, we talked about sometimes with football in the same situation, maybe put you know two thirds of your of your wager on taking the seven points, put a third of the wager on the money line. That way, uh, if they pull the outright upset, you've really upped your profits, and if they don't, you've still made uh, a decent little profit there on on the, the You still get a third of your of your wager as, as profit. Yeah, yeah, and I mean this is probably the biggest game of the night. It's going to be very interesting. It should be a lot of
1: up and down. Uh, kind of play i think these teams both want to play fast to have some good offense uh i mean mother i know plays this kind of pressure type defense that motto has always done they forced 30 turnovers against new orleans which is just a while That's longer long. yeah uh, i don't think Penn state's going to turn the ball over that much but like that that kind of tells you this game's going to be pressure and run and score i mean lord i think what, what's the total at? i think it's always like 159.
0: Maybe? uh no this was uh, about 140.
1: 140 wow i thought this was the 150s. So i must have looked at a different one but yeah this is this should be a lot of points in this one i would i yeah. would tend to lean towards the over in this one but not one i'm actually playing
0: gotcha okay all right well those are the five games we're going to cover here for your monday jake any parting words before we sign off no 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 get ready for tuesday that's when the champions classic comes so we've got some really good tv games All righty. Well, that sounds good. Then thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back again tomorrow with more college basketball betting content. Three college ball episodes dropping throughout the week. Until we see you again, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.